0: Hello, welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come, Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is series two, episode 129, wherein we continue our study of the Come, Follow Me materials for this week, being May the 4th to May the 10th, Mosiah chapters 11 to 17, A Light That Can Never Be Darkened. Uh, We are looking at the section today in the personal scripture study, which is Mosiah 13 verses 1 to 9, in the Lord, the Lord will sustain his servants in his work. So here we have Abinadi has just um, kind of been stopped preaching uh, to the people of King King Noah and his priests. Uh, He was testifying about their lack of understanding about the scriptures. And now uh, King Noah interrupts him and we see what happens when they try and stop him from continuing the words which he has been told to teach. Uh, In Mosiah chapter 13, verse one, it says, and now when the king had heard these words, he said unto his priests, Away with this fellow and slay him for what we have to do with him. For what have we to do with him? For he is mad. Uh, John W. Welch spoke about how this uh, statement of being mad um, was a derogatory label used often to, to describe the ravings of false prophets in the Old Testament. So, you know, again, you know, it's the kind of language that we would expect in this situation to be used. Um, but they go forth and try to stop him from speaking. And in verse three, Abinadi says, touch me not. For God shall smite you if you la- if ye lay your hands upon me. For I have not delivered the message which the Lord sent me to deliver. Neither have I told you that that which ye requested that I should tell. Therefore, God will not uh, not suffer that I shall be destroyed at this time. Uh, it's interesting because I've never really noticed that. Obviously, one of the main reasons why he is given this power to repel the, uh, the people that try to stop him is that he's not finished delivering the message that God wanted him to share. But also there is the fact that um, the Lord asked him, to sh- uh, they asked a question and he hasn't finished you know, answering that question, which I thought was interesting. Uh, here uh, I've got a quote from uh, Robert D. Hales, uh, who said this, quote, my brethren of the priesthood, what a powerful example Abinadi should be to all of us. He courageously obeyed the Lord's commandments, even though it cost him his life. Prophets of all dispensations have willingly put their lives on the line and with courage have done the will and proclaimed the word of God, close quote. Um, This obviously applies to all of us. And the fact that we all have this call to, uh, to share and be witnesses of Christ in, in all times and in all things and in all places uh, is something that we should take to heart and know that the Lord will sustain us in doing this, uh, no matter what uh, the situation or circumstance may be. In verse four. He continues, but I must fulfill the commandments wherewith God has commanded me. And because I have told you the truth, you are angry with me. And again, because I have spoken the word of God, you have judged me that I am mad. Um, Again, you know, I think that's something which we have to come to terms with, that as we uh, stand um, with integrity and um, stand in holy places and and try to live the way the Lord has, has, has asked us to, there will be questions and people that don't don't understand the reasons why we do the things that we do. Um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this, quote, And therein lies a message for every young man and young, young woman in this church. You may wonder if it is, it is worth it to take a courageous moral stand in high school or, go, or to go on a mission only to have your most cherished beliefs reviled or to, st- or to strive against much in society that sometimes ridicules a life of religious devotion. Yes, it is worth it because the alternative is to have our houses left unto us desolate. Desolate individuals, desolate families, desolate neighbourhoods, and desolate nations. Unfortunately, messengers of divinely mandated commandments are often no more popular today than they were anciently, as at least two spit-upon, potato-spattered sister missionaries can now attest. Hate is an ugly word, yet there are those today who would say with the corrupt Ahab, I hate the prophet Micaiah, for he never prophesied good unto me, but always prophesied evil. What that kind of hate for a prophet's honesty cost Abinadi his life, close quote. That, and, you know, I think that that's one of the messages that I'm thinking about um, as a real real thing that my children will need to come to understand and something that's been shared on the podcast by a couple of people that one of the things that we need to understand in today's world is that whilst we look at this and it is an extreme example what happens to Abinadi in the end, there are many people that will have the same um negative feelings and uh, emotions to the things that we believe that, that King Noah and Abin and his priests had. Um, and so we have to come to terms with the fact that we will need to stand true to those, despite maybe having those negative views about us. Perhaps we will not be scourged with, uh, with rods and with fire like Abinadi was, but uh, we will still have to uh, endure at times uh, negative reactions to what we believe. In verse five, it says, and now it came to pass after Abinadi had spoken these words that the people of King Noah durst not lay their hands on him for the spirit of the Lord was upon him and his face shone with exceeding luster, even as Moses did while in the Mount of Sinai, while speaking with the Lord. So here we have this um, kind of situation where Abinadi is illuminated, I suppose, or he shines with the power uh, of, of the Lord that... The, the priests knew that they had to back away from him. Um, and of course, this related back to um, the verse in Isaiah. And if you didn't listen to the podcast yesterday, I strongly recommend you do. Um, there was a ver- the, the verse in Isaiah that the priests quoted to Abinadi for him to explain to them. Talked about the person that published Glad Tidings shining with uh, with beauty. Uh, and this is you know, exactly what's happening here with Abinadi, because then he's going to teach about the Saviour and the power of the atonement in our lives and how it can bring them redemption. Um, and this example, whilst we may not walk around shining with, with light coming from us, uh, can still, you know, in a metaphorical sense or even in a spiritual sense, be like um, Abinadi's example here with King Noah. Sister Elaine S. Dalton said this, quote, can one righteous young woman, young woman change the world? The answer is a resounding yes. You have the Holy Ghost as your guide and he will show you all things you should do. It is the daily consistent things you do that will strengthen you to be a leader and an, and an example. Daily prayer, daily scripture study, daily obedience, daily service to others. As you do these things, you will go cro- grow closer to the savior and become more and more like him. Like Moses and Abinadi and other faithful leaders, your face will glow with the fire of your faith. Have ye received his image in your countenances? Arise and shine forth, Close quote. And of course, similar to uh, Elder Holland's uh, comments to the, young, the youth of the church and um, Elder Hales's comments to the priesthood, these comments to the, um, to the young women apply to all of us, I believe, is that we can all make a difference through our example, through our dedication to those daily things that she, she outlined, that we will also go forth and shine forth and have His image in our countenances, which is something we should all seek to strive for. The Lord will support us and bless us and sustain us, even when things get difficult, as is shown with this example of uh, Abinadi. Um, and you know, we have a we have a message to share. And in verse now, we might feel to feel like Abinadi does, where he says, "But I finish my message, and then it matters not whether I go. If if it so be that I'm saved, it doesn't matter. You know what we." What what we strive to do in this life; those are all our decisions. But as long as we are striving to live the law of the Lord and and fulfill His message, then we can go forth and do that. Thank you for listening today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Uh, if there's anything you've been studying, I'd love you to share it at Matt S. Roberts ninety on Twitter. You can also email LDS Study Session at gmail.com and there is the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with we'll Come Follow Me. That I would love you love all of you who listen to join, so we can hear some of your insights and your study that you've been doing. And I try to share something each day as well. So that'd be great for you to join in with. Please share the podcast, please rate and review it. Five stars, please, if you feel that you can give that, Um, then it'd be great to share this out to other people. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.